Somewhere in the middle of a lockdown meltdown, I decided I wanted to live where I could walk up a hill from my house, grab a flat white and go for a pint. The result was a move to the Malvern Hills. This little series is about some of the people I've met and the things that I found in this ever so slightly bonkers part of the world. My name is Michelle and this is moving to Mulvaney. In this episode, I got to talk to Councillor Beverly Nielsen to chat about all things politics and Malvern. Here's Beverly. Would you like to tell me where we are today? I'm delighted to say that uh, I'm meeting you today in Abbey Road Cafe in the centre of Malvern, Great Malvern, a particular favourite haunt of mine because uh, for anybody who enjoys good coffee and cakes, and I have to say cakes in particular, this is one of the best spots in Malvern, but there are a selection of very good spots to have coffee and cake in Malvern. And there is the right answer from the councillor who supports Malvern, because of course I, this is my favourite, I'm allowed to say this. Beverly, you are a councillor. Yes, that's correct. I am an independent councillor on the Malvern Hills District Council, and I'm also an independent councillor on the County Council, Worcestershire County Council, so I serve at both tiers, on both tiers. And how long have you been a councillor? Well, um, I've been a councillor altogether, I think, for about uh, nine years in the sense that I was a county councillor between 2009 and 13, and then I was uh, uh, have been on the district council since, uh, I think it was 2019, I might have got the wrong year there, but anyway, the last few years, and this is my second term now as a district councillor. I see. So you won. Did you go through the current elections in May? Yes, that is correct. And you won. Yes, yes. yes. Congratulations. Thank you very much indeed. Very chuffed. And we were all very chuffed because uh, independents did very well in Malvern, as did the Greens. And we're now an independent Green Alliance running the council. Very, very exciting. But it is interesting to have an independent council, is it not? Uh, I mean, well, is it, it unusual is. in the well, country? Well, there's more than you think, you know. Um, I think I remember reading, I may have got this number incorrect, but I, I think I remember seeing there were at least 80 councils which either had a good representation of independence or were in an independent coalition of some sort, you 80, know. 80, did you yeah, say? Yeah, 80, 80. I think so. It's probably worth checking that number. But wow. it's more than you think. I do remember noticing that last time I checked. And what do you think it is, I mean, maybe this is really interesting, what is it about Malvern that makes it so Well, um, I think the people... Compli- are, is it complex uh, then, would you say I wouldn't it's say it's complex. I'd say it's that the electorate are pretty clued up on local politics. And I think the, what I hear back from the local electorate is that they, they do not see the need for local politics to be... Um, aligned with party political politics. So I think their um, thinking is, and this is of course a generalisation and there'll be all sorts of different views out there, but I think in general the view is that uh, local politics doesn't need to be about party politics and that you know it's about the people locally and about the issues locally and the best solutions for each situation locally and that's and that can be dealt with by people who are non-aligned uh, uh, I think probably possibly better but certainly as well as so um, I think that would be the thinking of, of our electorate here I think they're quite sophisticated if I may say that without being patronizing and I think they feel that you know of course it becomes different at 
national level politics where in this country and especially with the first past the post system you know you you really pretty much have to vote for a political party to give yourself the chance of getting a candidate over the line uh, and right there we could go right off on a tangent <laughs> we with could. me with my political hat on <laughs> yeah we I could, could talk all day about that <laughs> i've campaigned yeah. for many years for proportional representation and you know to give us a wider spread of uh, uh, political representation in national politics and I think that you know that might also be something very beneficial for the country because I you know one fears that this country swings from right and then to left sometimes and then back to right and what you feel you need and if you look at you know other countries you, you have people working together and providing some stability through changes in perhaps the shades of government and I think I think do think that's what we need in this country. I agree. Um, I'll ask you one more sneaky question on politics, because <laughs> I know it's possibly, I, know, I can't remember what we were supposed to be talking about today, actually. Um, Malvern. Malvern. <laughs> Malvern. Um, can you run for, if in the next general election, can, can you run as an independent MP? You can. I mean, there, I think there's about two independent MPs nationally. So you can run as an independent, but it's clearly the numbers, you know, tell the story. It's not, an, it, you don't often get elected as an independent, and that's one of the challenges, really. But you, but you technically can. You technically can, yeah. And it because you're already elected, and obviously you've gone through, you know, you know some people like to bounce straight to being an MP without being a councillor, I've yes. found in yes. my little history. Yes. And um, they want the big jobs. Yes. And they yes. don't want to talk about bins and parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> I spend a lot of time talking about bins and parking <laughs> and, and highways, <laughs> um, potholes. But so you could run, do you have to raise a whole load of money or is that well, not net required? I think it's difficult without money to stand it, as it a, a, a to stand as a parliamentary candidate. So money is definitely a factor. And then I think the other big factor that the political party system brings to support you as a candidate is the team, you know, that will run around you. So you you know, having a manager, having you know, campaign manager, being able to organise your diary, get you out to events, uh, make it clear to all sorts of people that you're ready and willing to go out and meet them and keen to understand the issues and hear more about them. I think those, it, all of that team, the people who will distribute your leaflets, uh, help write them, you know, yeah, that, that is a, a, is a big machinery. It and a big machinery. It, to do that, uh, I mean, it's not to say an independent can't assemble that machinery, but obviously the challenges of doing that would be very considerable, so. Interesting, thank you. Um, so now, Beverly, we're talking all about Malvern, obviously, <laughs> not about politics. This is one of my favourite things. It's like, are you what special do you think about Malvern? Well, I think Malvern's a really special place. I mean, it's um, it's clearly got a tremendously interesting history for anybody who's lived in Malvern and knows a little bit about it. You know, we have uh, got the, the very special feature of us being a spa town and water and then the heritage around the water. We have, going back beyond, before that, you've got the sort of monastic heritage and, and then even before that maybe... A, a, a sort of pagan and druid heritage and then the, 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 the sort of ancient Britons living on British camp, you know, and, and uh, uh, all of that. You've got a very strong agricultural heritage. You know, this was clearly a place that was very fertile, that uh, grew 
crops very well and people settled here. And then you've got um, a heritage around culture and the arts that I think is, is really impressive. Um, uh, the theatre, of course, was very strongly linked with George Bernard Shaw, who would come over from Ireland yeah. and open his plays here and wrote plays for the Malvern Theatre. Yes, yes, a very strong link over a decade. Uh, you've got a very strong art history dame, Laura Knight. Many of us who live in Malvern know that she lived here during the war with her husband, painted here. She was uh, very involved in the Malvern School of Art, um, sadly now closed at the moment. Uh, but, you know, we have this strong arts heritage. We have a whole community of artists and creative people and makers uh, around Malvern, around the Malvern Hills more widely. And then we've got a very strong sports uh, and outdoor uh, heritage and, and uh, cultural activities as well. You know, clearly the hills, the walking, you know, those of us who love to get up the hills and um, enjoy the air, the special fresh air of the Malvern Hills, but also, you know, Malvern Town Football Club, the rugby club, the cricket club, basketball, a little ice rink, you know, it's just a whole wealth of different activities and so many enthusiasts and specialists and I haven't even mentioned our science heritage you know because of course we had the radar research establishment which was started um, after the well, I think after the war if I remember um, and of course then a very big research community came to Malvern birth of radar um, and then uh, of course uh, communications technologies originating in that science and research community it's a really special place that brings together culture art science activity, sport, uh, you know, every element of human endeavour, I think, you know, you can find excellence in Malvern. I was astonished about how much art there is here. Yeah, and it's amazing. And artists, and as you amazing. say, maker, yeah. bakers. And I haven't even mentioned literature, you know. Oh. Yes, you know, C.S. Lewis, Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, and um, so there's a lot of also uh, um, literary um, art arts in Malvern as well and um, in fact one of I was meant to say to you you know one of the things I always feel we rather overlook is that Evelyn Waugh loved Malvern and used to come to Malvern all the time he became very good friends with the um, Beecham family you know the Ligon family that right. live at Maddersfield Estate oh. and Maddersfield Estate is the is really um, Brideshead you know was the genesis was the uh, source of the inspiration for Brideshead Revisited and Evelyn you know, was very attached to Hugh Ligon the, the son who you know became Sebastian Flight in the imaginary Brideshead uh, version so it's a, just an amazing story uh, very inspiring uh, a, a wonderful place and um, but you know that's that's a part of it there's so many other stories about um, the literary inspiration that the Malvins have provided I wonder is it the influence of the hills you know I yeah. just wonder is it these crazy hills yes. that are just this town yeah. that's built right on the slope of these hills yeah I, th I think it's a very special environment and um, I was born in Malvern oh. and yeah grew up okay. and, and only until I was eight in Malvern and it, it is very as soon as you saw the hills if you went away somewhere on holiday or to see family elsewhere and you you know come back and see the horizon the hills on the horizon and they're always a very comforting thought you know so i do think there's a real homing instinct for this part of the world and that there is something very special about those hills that 
maybe does, you know, fire the imagination, um, reassure you and calm you that, you know, this is a very special place. And that combination of emotions is perhaps a very creative uh, trigger. So I, I, I certainly think it's a very special place and the hills have a lot to do with it. If you had to say three weird or wonderful things about Malden, just three, what would they be for you? Oh, um, well, I think um, there's a fantastic range of people in Malden, you know, great society, great company, and um, really interesting people. So I don't think you'd ever tire of the people that you meet in Malden. Um, I've got to comment on the theatres and the art scene here, you know, it's obviously something very special, and I do hope that we manage to revive our, our school of art and our college for the arts, um, and, and applaud all the great work that's been going on on that front. Um, and then I think actually you've also got to really comment on the the science uh, and and you know technology um, and innovation, you know, place of many innovations. Um, and, and uh, so that, for me, would be something very special about people here. They've always got a, 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 another idea, uh, an original take on life. Um, and I think that would be something I could say about our community, that uh, there's a lot of one-offs out, <laughs> out there. And, and that makes it so very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's lovely. That's a lovely way of pushing it. Because, um, yeah, I kind of go to places slightly bonkers. And, um, and people go, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'm one of those crazies as well. well perhaps that's why we feel here. so at home. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, thank you for your you're time. Very I know you're rushing You're very off. welcome. Great Sorry, to I've got you. to go. Lovely to meet you. Look forward to seeing you again soon. hope you enjoyed episode six of moving to Mulvani and listening to councillor Beverly Nielsen. That's the end of this little mini series. I've had a lovely time meeting people in and around Malvern, learning more about this town. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thanks for listening.